What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From Vanderpump Rules to motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Shenanigans. Today, I am so excited. I have my friend, Amanda Hirsch, who hosts the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast here at Dear Media via Zoom. How are you, girl? Yes, I am. I am live via Zoom, everybody. Sheena isn't used to this. I do that all the time. I mean, it's nice. You don't have to leave your house. I know. And that's why I love doing the podcast with Brock so much because it's so easy. We just sit on the couch or sit at the dining room table and we record and it's easy. But now that we're back down in San Diego for a few months, of course, right when I get into a dope studio with Dear Media, we're like, and we're moving back to San Diego. So we're doing the Zoom thing for a bit. Yeah. it's uh, And also like you and I scheduling when we both have babies. It's like people, yeah. I mean, I mean, moms get it, but I think that a lot of moms don't get the like, people that aren't moms don't get how crazy it is. Like, it doesn't matter if you you have Brock at home right now or, or if you have some help or whatever. Like, it's crazy to do anything. Yeah. And some days I'm like, wow, like you just realize how much your life revolves around this one tiny person like mm-hmm. and their schedule and they're like today you had something come up like a telehealth or whatever and then yeah. you know this comes up or Noah you know I schedule things because I'm used to his nap being at 1 p.m but boop all of a sudden he doesn't go down at 1 p.m anymore oh so, I know like that's it like I need to rethink my whole plans for the week and then you're like fuck like it is so wild that yeah. your whole life, I mean, people always say like your whole life changes, but it's even like the, like your whole life changes magically in the most beautiful way. For me, it's more like the logistics stuff that gets like, cause you know, like how can you schedule and be on time? How can you know that you can make the dinner? What if Summer right. Moon starts, stops, uh, starts screaming and she won't go down? You're not going to leave the house and be like, fuck you. So I love that you get it. So I have a question for you. This is something I was thinking about the other day. Do you remember what your day-to-day was like before you had a kid? How (laughs) bored were we probably? Like, Like, what did I do? What did you do? Like, now you're like, even like we're going away, my husband and I and Noah and my little sister is going away and we're both like booking at the same time. And I'm like, she's legit booking. Like, she doesn't have to care about anything. She just has to book a flight book a hotel like 
for me, it's like, you know, every hotel you book, you want to make sure there's like a separate room so you don't get fucked, you know, in the same room with the baby and then have to mm-hmm. like whisper under the bed or like have dinner on the fucking balcony, um, which I've done, we've done many times. And then it's like, you have to rent a car no matter where you are and you have to have, you know, a, a fucking crib. How am I getting a crib if I'm going to an Airbnb? <laughs> it's like all this shit totally. is like, then no one tells you. Listen, giving Noah lo- unconditional love is the easy part. You know, yeah. it comes so naturally. I think it's like all the schlepping and the logistics stuff. And, and yeah, and like thinking before what, on, my, on the weekend I woke up and just <laughs> chilled all right? day. I know. Could go out to dinner whenever I wanted. But you know what? It changed about me, Sheena. And I don't think this is for you because you're like more of a go-outy type is like... Mm-hmm. I used to like hate going out before having a kid. Now I wait for it. Like anybody <laughs> ever comes to New York, you want to fucking go out for a drink. I'm your girl. Like I wait Okay, well, for, we're doing that when I come back. Well, 100%. Like I used to dread it. I'd make plans with friends that I love and be like, no, I just want to <laughs> sit on the fucking couch with stupid motherfucking husb and watch a show. And now it's like, no, I want to like, I want to release some energy. I want to go out. I want to feel like not in front of a monitor. So yeah. So to your question, no, I don't remember our life was probably a lot like how were we complaining that we're busy before? Like I don't get I have it. no idea. Like I was even thinking about when I lived in Vegas for half a year and I'm like what did I do every day? I had a show at 7 p.m. every night. That was it, but I'm like but what else did I do to fill my day? For half a year, I can't recall. Like, I have well, no idea. I could, I could maybe <laughs> guess. There were a lot of magic mics. That's true. <laughs> a couple chip There was dales, probably you know. weed at that time. There was um, weed. That's the yeah. one. That's a huge difference for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I was just thinking the other day. I'm like, oh my God, it's just so, you know, like from the first nap to the second nap, I'm lucky if I get a shower in between. It's so wild. The time <laughs> moves like the hour nap moves like you're like, did that happen? Was that a blip mm-hmm. in space? Like yeah. there was no time there. And it's 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 crazy. But I I do like being busy. I think it's fun. I like being productive. And yeah, Noah keeps me on my toes. I don't get how people have more than one child. Like I'm not saying I want one child. I'm saying I Same. think I need to wait until Noah can help me with the next child, you know, until I'm like, I'm, Noah, go get this. And he gets it. Like, there's I'm no way. I'm so glad you said this. I feel <laughs> the same way. How we were walking it? across the street the other day because we live on the bay side and then we walk over to the beach side all the time for sunset. And we saw someone with a double stroller and the two kids and they were like, they looked so close in age too. And I looked at Brock, I was like, I don't, I don't know about this. Like even just with our life right now between LA, San Diego, Palm Springs, I'm like, it's hard with one. I can't yeah. imagine with two. With two. Like, and I don't know how people do it. Or four. No. Or no, I, mean, I can't. I remember I used to get offended. My little sister used to tell me before I was even pregnant. She's like, you're a one kid type of girl. And I'd get offended. I'd be like, why? Like, I don't know why she said that. She's like, there's something about you that screams like one kid. And I'm like, no, like I want to give my kid a sibling. I think that stands above it all. Like Noah loves other kids. Mm -hmm. You want to do that. And of course, in this like grand, like idealistic world, I want a Kardashian fam. I want family dinners. I want that shit. But then I don't want to raise them. I want to have like, four daughters when I'm, you know, 60 that I could get <laughs> drunk with. But it's like, you got to get pregnant. You got to be pregnant. You got to give birth. You got to raise that baby. You got to breastfeed. And it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot. So I feel you. I mean, it's it's wild. I really do. And like a, every woman that, that it's like women are miracles to me. Like we're literally, how, how do we do it? How is it so innate in you to like Superheroes raise a baby? Mm-hmm. Super, super superheroes, legit. Yeah. So, what is it like having a baby in New York? Like, it's so cold out. Like, how often do you get outside? Well, we go outside all the time. That's okay. what's actually nice about New York is that, like, 
I mean, I don't know how in the suburbs in LA, maybe you can like go out with the stroller, but like, you're not like really wanting to go out with the stroller on like sunset. But in New York, it's like, that's what you do. You like go for walks in the stroller, you know, up mm-hmm. and down the blocks. And we have a park at the end of our street. And oh, that's um, nice. of course the last like week here was like snowy, gross, rainy. And that's when you're fucked because you're home all day. Yeah. Your baby, especially if he's like Noah's age and he's like walking and wants to like exude energy is like climbing up the walls. So it's hard. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. uh, it's hard. I mean, there are a lot of positives to growing up in the city, but also obviously like weather is annoying and, um, it's a hat and it's getting them dressed and it's putting them in the, it's like a schleppy. I feel like I'm constantly in like a schlep mode. But then again, (laughs) with you guys, it's like, you have to put them in the car seat. I mean, it's the same. It's Mm -hmm. like, you're always schlepping and doing something. So, you know, I'm not complaining. Yeah. And Summer hates being in the car. We have to time our drives around her nap when she can have a bottle and just pass out. Oh, because if not, she's screaming. Yeah. She just does not like being in the car. She's such a chill baby, but you put her in the car when it's not nap time. Like little monster. Oh my God. And do you drive between LA, Palm Springs? Like do you drive? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. But I don't do the drive solo because if someone's not in the back seat with her, that's like also an issue. There was when we were moving back down to San Diego, we had our 70 inch TV. I was like, we're not leaving this in LA. I need the TV in San Diego for the few months we're down here. (laughs) So we have our TV that when we moved to LA and I was pregnant sitting in the front seat, it wasn't an issue because we had all the seats folded down and it laying flat. Mm. Now with the car seat, I was like, wait, the TV, I feel like an asshole. The TV's too big. It doesn't fit. So we had to like wedge it in between the two seats. So it's like not on her car seat, obviously, but it's like in between. And I had to sit in the front. So I'm like turned around with like a bottle in one hand, like trying to like soothe her. And finally she went to sleep and then she sleeps for about an hour and a half. It's a two hour drive. But yeah. So um, unless someone's in the back seat with her, it's, it's not fun. And is your mom still the one that's helping you or is it somebody else? So now that we're back in San Diego, we have a friend who nannies for us three days a week. And she is amazing. She's the only person now other than my mom who has helped out. But just on days when I have to podcast, he has investors meetings and, you know, we're busy at home. It's like we do need help. And my mom's in L.A. So... It's good that we now have someone who can help us out and Summer really enjoys her time with her because now she knows like when Kelly comes over, it's time to play. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So I saw on Instagram, you've been reposting a bunch of people in your merch. Oh, yeah. So cute. I love how... At Dear Media, I saw right when I walk in, they have like a cute little merch section. So, oh, they do. I didn't see that yeah, yet. Yeah, it's like literally on display. And then I've seen it all over your Instagram. I'm like, okay, this is something I'm going to need to do in the future for sure. But, um, who came up with the color design and all of that? Cause I love that it's like subtle, but it's you. Yeah, it was, um, well, th- there's a story there actually. First of all, it says on it, it says the worst uh, on the front and on the back it says in the best way possible. And actually like how this was born was, and you probably can totally see this happening is I'm, you know, just when I have time, I like to scroll through my DMs. Sometimes my followers can be hilarious, supportive, amazing, you know, funny. So I love to like, if I have time to scroll, see some like great messages from great people, but sometimes you see not great messages. This one was actually funny because I'd posted, which like maybe I deserve this in retrospect. Um, I posted something kind of thirsty. I think I was like in a, you know, crop top or something um, and then somebody DM'd me, oh my God, she's becoming the worst, but send it to me. Um, oh, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, who me or something like that. And she was like, oops. And then you could tell, you know, they're like, fuck, I didn't mean for her to see. Scene, I don't but they're shit. not typing yet. <laughs> right. And I'm like, what is she going to say? Because, and this is kind of like, this isn't like a troll, like in a bad way. I really felt like she just wanted to talk some shit. She didn't, she doesn't want to like, you know, kill me. She just, yeah. you know, 
some innocent shit. So I was like, who me? And she was like, oh, I meant to send that. And then, and I was like, oh, I'm becoming the worst. And then she tried to save herself. And she was like, well, in the best way possible. So basically credit to that troll. And then I posted it. And there's this meme with this like little girl's face in like a cannon ball. So Uh it's kind of like to get hit in the face. So it's kind of like when you accidentally reply to someone that you didn't mean to reply. Oh like reply to or send to. So it became a thing. So we, I knew we were going to like, everyone was like, we need the worst sweatshirt. So yeah, my inspo was definitely like, obviously, you know, like skims, talentless vibes that are, you know, that I would wear because unfortunately yeah. I don't wear lots of color. So it had to kind of be in that, in that vibe. But yeah, Dear Media does a great job at executing like, you know, the visions and, you know, we have so many isms that are so fun and like kind of people that follow me get. So it's fun to have that. And we all feel like the worst sometimes, don't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. I love (laughs) that story. Have you ever like screenshot something and then sent it to that person when you meant to obviously send it to someone else? I feel like I'm, I'm too savvy. Like that shit doesn't happen. It's going to happen to me tomorrow. I really make sure that I, and if I'm talking shit, I highly make sure that it's to the right yeah, person. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm <laughs> too good at this shit. Like, I I fucking, I'm, I'm always, like, nervous. My phone is still on. You know, I'm so paranoid if I'm talking shit about someone. Yeah. I'll check that my phone hasn't, like, called them, and I'm not leaving them, like, a message. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I'm oh, totally. too paranoid to make that mistake. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way, but I do remember one time when I was pretty high it was sent to the person that I didn't mean to send it to and I was like and he was like uh and I don't even remember what I said I came up with some excuse that was somehow believable and yeah sometimes you like try to spin it you're like no I meant to send this thing to you about you it was yeah I was like no I was just showing you that it said delivered (laughs) (laughs) oh my my god God. (laughs) I mean it's really funny everyone asks me like does she still follow you like does she want, you know, a cut? And I'm like, I literally have no idea. Um, but but it was worth That's it because it was good. funny. I love yeah. that. So how many shows a week do you watch? What's on not your many, DVR? Not that much, not that many. You know, a lot of people. Okay, then we just watch I'm the like, same shows. Yeah, that's what I think because <laughs> I can't, unfortunately, like I'm, I get like FOMO because people are like housewives people and they Mm -hmm. watch like every housewife and there's always like so many reference to it. And I feel a major FOMO that I don't watch. I keep up with Summer House. I keep up with Vanderpump Rules when it's on. I keep up with New Jersey. Oh, you watch New Jersey too. Okay. Yes. Perfect. I didn't watch the second episode yet. I haven't either. So oh, I only so watched the beginning of it. We're we're on the same schedule. <laughs> so I, I think right to- now it's those. And then I always try to put like, you know, you, I love reality TV, but I need to have like one like smart, like, like intellectual show too, mm-hmm. you know, that I like watch with my husband that sort of, you know, you have to think a little bit. Um, so not that many. Oh, and I, I keep up with The Bachelor. Are you watching The Bachelor this yes. season? Yes. Yeah, oh, so we literally do watch the same shit. No, totally. That's why every time I watch your stories, it's like you're saying what I think. So yeah. I had some questions I wanted to talk to you about. And then before we get into it, Brock tells me right now. So we're watching The Bachelor last night. And uh, Shanae, like I, I need your thoughts on it. But then let me just tell you that he goes, yeah, I DM'd her last night. And I go, wait, what? He goes, yeah, she responded. And he's like, I just said, you know, like you're making great TV. And then she responded and said, thanks. He's like, and then I introduced her to Homebody and said, if she wants to get in the fitness space, you know, there's a platform she can host live workouts on. (laughs) I am dead. Did you get mad or were you laughing? No, no. Because he wants to do when the app eventually launches. I mean, development for a startup. It's insane how long this shit takes all of the technicalities, but he wants to do a bachelor series because I mean, it's literally a revolving door of new influencers coming in who 
you know, think they're the next coolest thing. And they are for like that minute, you know, when then they go on Bachelor in Paradise and they have to monetize their following right away in order to just like keep that audience interested. So he wants to do a Bachelor series where there's always going to be new talent every season. There's new but people. Babe, they have such strict contracts. They're not allowed to do like anything. So he is, well, both of us, we're friends with one of the publicists who represents a lot of the talent. So they've oh, talked. So oh, if amazing. he can, and then, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, they just want to cut. So if she brings uh, her talent to Homebody, then she's going to get her percentage based off what they're making. It's oh, same gotcha. as like Cameo pretty much. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, yeah I okay. just thought that was funny. And he's like, I DM'd Shanae and she responded. No, that is literally <laughs> hilarious. He's like Shanae's only fan. So yeah. I mean. That's probably why she responded. Listen, <laughs> the only positive message she's, she's like, she's so pretty. I think she's like yeah. one of the prettier girls there. Like there's something very, like she looks amazing. She could yeah. be very charismatic, but she like ruined it by trying to be the villain. And it's just so, I mean, even Bachelor people, I saw Jason Tardick, who's also on Dear Media. Mm-hmm. He was like, he thinks she's like a plant, which usually like actual Bachelor people would never conspire that there's like a plant, you know what I mean? Right. Like a production plant. But he was literally like, she's so too much and she's like literally doing this crazy shit and like getting so much air I mean we're on episode five mm-hmm. they have been about Shanae the previews for episode six will be her two-on-one yeah. so it's like literally when she said this is not the bachelor this is the Shanae show I'm like but she's right it really the fu- it really is it really is do you know anybody else's name besides Shanae I mean only because like I watch religiously, but like <laughs> yeah. she's the first one you would think of when you're like, yeah. oh, Clayton season, like, oh, Shanae. And then yeah. it's like, I'm Shanae like, name. oh, and then there's, I mean, like, yeah, Rachel's cute. And, you know, like Susie, I think is adorable. Oh, Rachel is cute. Rachel. Yeah. But don't you think about Rachel? Here was my thing about Rachel. She's so cute. But is it like too cute to be true? I feel like if I was going on The Bachelor, I would study Rachel to like know how to be that cute. Like, the way she talks and like looks into his eyes and is like, I'm so happy to be. I just feel like it's, (laughs) she's like so good at making someone fall in love with her. I feel like even if he wasn't like obsessed with her at first, like she made him get obsessed with her by being Mm -hmm. so charming. Like she's so charming and endearing and lovable. And it's like, is this for real? That she's like, I can't believe I'm here right now. Like they were literally at like a chicken coop. Like, I don't know where the fuck they were, but she's like, (laughs) I can't believe we're here. And I'm like, what? No, The Bachelor. So this is the thing. So many of my followers are like, stop watching. Like, cause I say that it's like boring or I say that it's like, you know, so overproduced. And it's like, I can't stop watching. I know. I have a commitment. Mm -hmm. I've made a pact with the devil. And also, like, if you don't keep up with The Bachelor, you're done. Like, I'm not going to know what's happening. What if someone else from Bachelor Nation starts dating Shanae? What if, you know, they go on Bachelor in Paradise? Totally. You need to keep up to be in the loop. So it's like I sacrifice, you know, the hour a week. And um, I never watch it live because I'm not going to fucking spend three hours. Oh, my God. No, it's the commercials. That's too much. Two hour show. It's long enough. Yeah, it's long enough. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm committed. Do you read Reality Steve at all? Do you get spoilers before the season? I mean, not only do I not read, I had him on my show and he literally wouldn't say shit. And I'm like aren't you supposed to be this like savage tea spiller? But literally everything I'd asked him, he was like, well, I'm not going to say, you know? And I was like, but say, this is what you do. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel kind of iffy about him and I don't, I don't want to know spoilers. What about you? I always know the spoilers. (laughs) Stop. What? Yeah. I just, I like to find out who the top four are. So I know who to watch for. So I know whose names to remember. And then I just, I watch it with like a different eye. I still have like my favorites. I'll watch the first episode without knowing anything. And then I like to go and- Oh, she has a real regime over here. I do. I do. Me and my sister and my mom. Then we read Reality Steve and we're like, okay, then we'll go back 
and watch the preview for like the rest of the season because the way this season was when he's like, I was intimate with both of you. He tells three girls he loves them. Like now it's a little more obvious who is making it to the end just based on who's still there, who you see in more of these future mm. like previews. But mm. after the first episode, I was like, wait a second. How are they showing who the final two are? And then we're like, maybe that's not the final two. So... I just like Wait, to have that Wait, but aren't you little... afraid to see who the winner is? I don't know who wins. Usually I find that out too, which it's fine. I'm still going to watch it. I don't care yeah. if it's like, if anything is like spoiled, I'm still going to watch it to see how it ends. Yeah. Because it's not like you get all of the details. You just know who makes it to hometowns. So do you, but, oh, so reality Steve knew because I think during yeah. quarantine, I'll tell you what it was that really turned me off of reading his shit is like he was very wrong um, with, I think, Matt James season or during quarantine, it was really hard for him to know because uh -huh. everything was so isolated that like not a lot of people could spill the tea. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. During See, I just filming, assumed he has like a friend who works no, on production. No, he doesn't have. He, he said, I mean, he says he doesn't. Um, yes, he does. But he has to. Listen, I'll say at the end of the day, watching it could be difficult. A lot of cringy moments. Mm -hmm. A lot of them break up. But a lot of them, like you can't negate the fact that there are many bachelor couples. Oh, many. totally. Yeah. Many. Mm -hmm. Um, so you can't take that away, you know. I know. We from were this at a franchise festival down here in San Diego a few months ago, and I felt like I was in my own episode of Bachelor in Paradise. It was right when the show wrapped up. Thomas is there with Becca, Noah is there with Abigail, like literally Dylan and Hannah G are there. Everyone is there. And I just felt like I was in my own Bachelor in Paradise episode. It was so fun. No, I, there, there's so, Dylan was on my podcast and he's so funny. He's like one of the only ones that's willing to like talk shit about the franchise because mm -hmm. he doesn't give a fuck. And it's really refreshing because so many of them have been like shat on. Yeah. Like shat on, like made Blake, um, Blake, uh, Horsten. right. He was yeah. DJing. That's why they were all there. I didn't know there he was go. a DJ. Yeah, he's a DJ. <laughs> so he got such a bad edit on. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had that huge story with um, Kaylin, mm -hmm. who's with Dean, by the way. Like, everyone's together. Yeah. Everyone's together. So he got a bad edit, but still, like, he, I feel like a lot of these people, even though they've made their own, you know, podcast or he's a DJ, it's like they want to keep cool with the franchise, like, just in case you want to bring mm -hmm. me back for a cameo, just in case a hosting position, which I totally right. get. But so you're not going to get a lot of, like, public tea from anyone think about it no one's mm -hmm. really like spilling anything publicly ever that's true it's a very tight-lipped uh community over there but listen so many couples so many people in love so i ship yeah okay speaking of shipping do you ship Paige and craig okay that's a great question i do i do i do i think they're both so hot so cute and i love them both Separately, I think if I had to, as a viewer, as a regular viewer, not like a um, connoisseur viewer mm -hmm. <laughs> or like a, or a <laughs> professional viewer, I don't know what right. to call myself, um, I would have doubts based on the pa past few episodes. You know right. what I mean? Like I'm watching and I'm in shock. Like I always thought watching Southern Charm, Shep is a dick you know, very outwardly, like, doesn't give a fuck, like, whatever. Austin fucks around. Craig was always like, I have a girlfriend. I'm loyal. I'm this great guy. I don't look left. I don't look right. And I've always super respected him for it and thought he was so sweet. Um, and I'm also very friendly with him. I like him. So it really surprised me, this, like, fuckboy attitude that he came on. You know what I mean? Like, on Southern yeah. Charm, he looks like the least amount of fuckboy next to everyone. But all of a sudden, he comes on... Summer House, and he's like, like, I don't know. What I posted yesterday was Paige is trying to act cool to his face. Like, I don't care, I don't care. But she really mm -hmm. likes him, mm -hmm. and she does care. Because at the end of the day, even if you're not exclusive with someone yet, having them say to your face, like, yeah, I fuck around, and, like, we're not exclusive, so it doesn't matter. Like, 
Right. And the person who he was sleeping with, too. It's not just like some random girl. Right. And it's not. Paige was like, I really like like her. (laughs) And he didn't even say it was once when we first met. He was like, we're not exclusive. Like, (laughs) don't ruin my vibe. I want to go to the pool. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't like, babe, we were literally together. We were hooking up for a week. I saw her. It was whatever. It's not a big deal. Then I would say, okay, like, but he's making it seem like he didn't even put like an end to it. He was like, when I'm in Nashville and I need a hookup, you know what I mean? Like, right. I just feel like it was not like Craig. I haven't seen him in this light, but maybe he is an undercover fuck boy and we didn't know. Yeah. See, I don't watch Southern Charm. I just know Mm -hmm. him from like knowing him through like Bravo events and whatnot. So I've never seen that on the show. So it's interesting that that's how he comes across on Southern Charm. And then I watched him on Winter House and now Summer House. And well, when I was thinking about it, he was also very loyal. Totally. Tell that they were on the trenches because you could just tell that he he didn't have like the best relationship, but he still wasn't trying to fuck with anyone, like, at Mm -hmm. all. Not even flirting, not anything. So he is, like, loyal. I mean, look, they look great now. If you had to put in front of me, like, Lindsay and Carl or Craig and Paige, who's going to be endgame, I would say Lindsay and Carl. I would put my eggs in their basket. I think they're ready, you know... They're both serious in their jobs. Like, yeah, they're reality TV stars, but they're also like, you know, professionals. And, yeah, they um, have careers outside of them. They have show. careers. Well, Craig has the pillows. and Oh, that's Paige right. Is, he sews. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Paige, you know, is like a fashion influencer. Totally. But it just feels like, I'll tell you what, like you're dating Brock now and he's on reality TV now. Personally, even though like I've always loved Craig and like thought he was hot, seeing him on specifically a show like, you know, Summer House, for example, like you're just like drinking, you know what I mean? Like we're not at that age anymore. It's like, mm-hmm. that's not what I would look for. Right. You know, even if I was Paige, it's like walking around and drinking, getting belligerent and like yelling. And so I hope that they, you know, find their, fo- and it's also hard, like two people trying to like make it in their retrospective mm-hmm. reality TV careers. It's kind of, I'm sure it's like really good for their brands, but also it's kind of scary because they both want to, you know, obviously they've done three shows this year. Yeah. That's crazy. Good for them. Yeah. So what do you think? Are they end game, Gina? Um, I mean, I don't know. I hope so. You know, I mean, I love Paige and from when I've met Craig, you know, he's always been a sweetheart, but I also just from watching the show, I really liked Andrea and he, now I mean, on listen, Summer House, he seems to like really like her and we know how it ends. Yeah, we know how that's what's been so hard lately. I mean, especially with social media, like we know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We know. Yeah. So it's not a secret. But yeah, he seems like he like I believe him. You could see the look on his face that like he really likes her. Mm hmm. On Andrea, it's like so transparent that like he's really into Paige and he's. And that he would kind of change his, you know, play a mode to be with somebody like her. I know. I mean, we don't need to worry about him and his like eight pack. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's just fine. But I do ship Carl and Lindsay. I love that for them. You know, I mean, that's what you want at the end of the day is to marry your best friend. Best friend. So I... I always believed in them. I even remember... Do you remember that season that they tried to date and then they fought on like the rooftop the bang of her season. building? <laughs> Finger bang season. <laughs> oh my God, what a different Carl that was. Right. Um, I remember even then I like shipped hard. I was like, if anybody could make it work, it's them. Mm-hmm. If anybody could turn Carl around, it's her. If anyone could make, you know, Lindsay less crazy and put her in her place, it's him. So I just feel like, I'm really rooting for them. I really yeah. hope that they are um, keep on. I feel like they will. I feel like they'll, he's on such a new path. I feel like they're going to get engaged and married. Like I, I feel it. I, I totally agree with you. I love it. So moving on to... 
some Kardashians I want to get your opinion on because I've seen, obviously, you've posted a ton about Kravis and now there's Kim and Pete. There's Kanye drama. I hear KKW Beauty is like changing names. There's this Kim lookalike. Um, did Kanye and his girlfriend break up? Like, give me the tea. I want it all. I don't think they broke up. Why? Because he posted that her Vogue picture. No, yeah, that, I mean, well, that other girl too. You said that they oh, that he was like a girl. dinner with right. at Nobu, that Kim it's, lookalike. It's, how fucking weird. Well, the thing right? is, Julia Fox was on Call Her Daddy. They They recorded before her birthday. Okay. So, I mean, technically we don't know, but basically what happened since then where she called him her boyfriend... She said that they're very much together. Their relationship is very real. She obviously made it seem like he was, you know, she was his muse. He's schooling her on, you know, what to do with her life, how to do it. Um, kind of like he did with Kim, like trying to navigate her and shape her whole, you know, existence. Mm -hmm. But then we see two things happened. Kim's Vogue article came out where there was a picture of her and the kids. Kanye posted that and wrote... I, I want my family back. Like, get me my yeah. family back, which is like, okay, it wasn't a picture of his kids being like, I want to be with my kids. It was like a picture of all of them. Mm -hmm. And then also a Kim lookalike with him at Nobu where his like Donda um, uh, listening party was. But like, you know what I think about that lookalike who like definitely wants us to think that like she's dating Kanye because she like posted other things being like his muse and like I saw that. Shit. Yeah. What I think is like, unless she's a psychopath because who would dress exactly like, like a bootleg Kim? Mm -hmm. Like obviously, you know, I feel like did, was she a stand in? You know, was it some sort of exhibit at his like Donda listening party? I so was he wondering wanted... that too. If that was the point of her being there was right. because he Kim does wouldn't I mean, be. remember when Kim fake married him at his first. Li Think about this, yes. you guys. Her, Him and Kim were cool at the beginning of their separation. She mm -hmm. came to all his Donda shows, posted about it, supported it. Walk down the aisle, which was like sick to think about. Like, why would she even fucking do that? And, um, and now it's fucking bad between them. It's very, very, very bad. Yeah. He's wilding out, but like you never know with him. Is it for, you know, kind of attention because his album is coming out? Is he, I mean, people allude to his mental health, but like it's at the end of the day, we can't say if Kanye is on his meds or off his meds or if he's having an episode or not. Like we don't know. Mm -hmm. We just know that he's, Kim has always respected him in the public and has given him the credit where his credit was due. And and he didn't reciprocate that many times with his Twitter rants and now with Instagram. I mean, he tried to make it seem, he said that Kim said that he put a hit on her. He said that um, she's like drug testing him and that he, she's trying to kidnap his kid by not giving him the address at Chicago's birthday party. Then you see him at Chicago's birthday party, like chatting it up with Kris Jenner. And you're like, what the fuck went down there? Yeah. What the fuck went down there? I mean, I think it's wilder than we even could imagine because if this is what's what the public is seeing, I can't imagine what's happening behind closed doors. Right. Okay, so speaking of Chicago's birthday party, is that the one that was with Stormy? Did they have the... Uh, okay. And yeah. what are your thoughts on Kylie? My sister last <sighs> night had all of these thoughts about how Kylie, like she wasn't actually at the birthday party and all of these posts like an assistant could have done because Kylie wasn't really in them and she's always in all of the posts. And what do you think about that? What is your sister's like theory though? Why wasn't so, she there? Apparently on the internet, the theory is that Kylie had her baby in January and it was right around when the birthday party was, which was like January 15th. And that's why... She like wasn't really at the birthday party is because but she just she was posted giving birth. The, she posted that the baby was born on two two twenty two. Yeah. So now everyone's saying like, oh, how convenient. Like the most famous person, like also like unless it was a scheduled C section, their For baby's sure born on this day. So yeah. I told my sister, I was like, okay, I haven't heard any of this. I just saw the post like two two twenty two with a blue heart, and I'm like, oh, how cute. Like you know, I mean. 
honestly, I planned my induction date. So, I mean, I didn't have to have a C-section, but my doctor said if I made it to 40 weeks, then we could induce me. He goes, can we do it on Tuesday? And I was like, "Mm, can we do it on Sunday? And I was hoping that she was born on the pink full supermoon and it worked out and her middle name is Moon. So I see- Yeah, but that's very specific because you went past 40 weeks. If you didn't go past 40 weeks, you don't know. Yeah. Listen, I look back, you know- at all the spinning and spiraling and we're like, when is she giving birth? And will the baby be a boy and a girl? And, you know, now we're like, what will she name him? And now you're saying there's a whole thing going on about like, did she? And I'm like, yeah. listen, I'm I'm all about, obviously, like live for celeb gossip and, and shit like that. But we'll find out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we found out when the baby was born. I don't think there, I don't think what reason, I think this is, oh, okay. I, I have a, I have an, I, this is what I think. If you guys remember, Kylie, her first pregnancy was completely hush-hush. The second Mm -hmm. pregnancy, Caitlin ruined by spilling the beans. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Kylie confirmed it because Caitlin ruined it. And then we all knew. And then once we all knew, it seemed like Kylie was going to let us in on her journey. She posted pictures with her bump and, uh, you know, catsuit maternity fits and then Astro World happened, the tragedy mm-hmm. at Astro World, where, you know, innocent kids lost their lives and it was fucking horrible. Um, and I think that from that point on, it was like a decision made by her and her team, probably that, like, you're not going to post jack shit. Like, mm-hmm. if you guys look back, like, ever since that happened, we didn't see her pregnancy. We barely saw her. She would only pop on to be like, you hi Germany, you know, <laughs> Kylie lip kits now available at, you know, Harrods or whatever. So I yeah. think that it was a very, I think there was a decision made. She's not going to share anything. I'm just thinking about a, you know, obviously a parallel universe where innocent kids wouldn't die. And I think that if that didn't happen, that tragedy didn't happen, we'd probably know more about her pregnancy and she would have shared more because she started the pregnancy kind of, we were, we were in on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now everyone's thinking that the baby's going to be named Angel because they found photos. Well, it's an angel number, 2222? Yeah. So like 1111, 444, 333, 555. They're all angel numbers. She had a necklace, 222. Did you see that? Oh, no, I didn't see that. She had a necklace, 222. Well, she did Vogue 73 questions while she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look now, cause like we wouldn't think about it then she mm-hmm. had a nameplate two, two, two. So she probably knew that her birth, that the, like her, um, delivery date was going to be in February of 2022. And if we were sleuthy enough, we would have also known. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. We have to start looking at necklaces now, you know? Like look at jewelry, look at all the signs, everything. That's so true. I had a ring that said summer moon on it. And I remember I was doing a Q&A vlog and I was talking with my hands. And then I realized it after we shot the entire vlog. And this is way before I announced her name or anything. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, my ring. But thankfully it was like far enough away. And I was talking with my hands so much that you couldn't see it. But I was like, pause, zoom in. I was like, is someone going to be able to see it? Because that was how Summer's name got leaked. It wasn't from my ring, but it was written on a Christmas present under the Christmas tree. And then it was in one of my vlogs at my baby shower. I was holding like a sign that had her name on it as I was like opening a present and I didn't realize it was in my hand. And you see the S-U and the E-R. And I was like, it was all my fault. I thought it was leaked because of the account you created. That was kind of how it was like confirmed. It was like, okay, we've seen, because I dodged it the first time Ryan Bailey saw the Christmas present and I DM'd him and I was like, ha, joke's on you. My cousin's name is Summer Tate. And I was like, you can check my followers. I was like, that's my cousin. And I was like, I have presents for the entire family under. And he believed me. And he like posted and he was like, oh my God, I'm the world's worst detective. Like Sheena just checked me. He's like, guess that's not. But then when the vlog came out, 
And I had the sign that I was holding, which was so dumb. I don't know how I didn't notice it. My sister, her boyfriend who edits my vlogs, none of us noticed it. So then it was like on Reddit. And then we cut that part out of the vlog. So if anyone went back to look, it wasn't there. Mm. And then when they looked on Instagram, I was like, I fucking give up. <laughs> like, yeah. But then it was You're Lala's like, got it. out. Britney's got out. All of them got out. So I was like, I wasn't happy that it happened to them. But I was like, I text them on the side. I was like, look, we're all in this together. Let's just know not confirm it. Are? Wait, what are, what is, the, what is the account for Britney's baby's name? Um, uh, Little Baby Couchy. I think yeah. I remember I, when you all were pregnant and starting to get the accounts ready, obviously one, like someone sent me like, think, look how crazy people are like this person. Again, I think it was like with a touch of humor, but it was like savage as fucking fuck. <laughs> they took the name like baby couchy. Yeah. I had a feeling so, you were going to say that. So, so she couldn't, couldn't have fucking it. fucking use it. I know. Mm-hmm. How are you still laughing? You guys, by the way, I'm going to plug my podcast that Sheena was on because this is a perfect example of Sheena. She thinks it's funny. I don't know how. Like, I wouldn't sleep at night, you know, because we talked so much about this season when you were on my podcast. Yeah. And I was like, Sheena, how'd you deal with this? And, you know, all the haters and all of this. And, like, you take everything so lightly and, like, with a smile on your face. And, like, I, it's hard for me to live in a world. Like, yes, do I understand haters? Do I understand that someone could find me annoying? 100%. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are people nodding their heads right now. That's fine. <laughs> I agree sometimes. But not everyone has to like anyone. I've learned that since I was a kid. I have enough self-confidence to say, okay, you don't, fuck you. But there's a line between that and a person that chooses to follow you, chooses to like stalk you, hate you, seethe, and try to do all these things. I'm not saying these are people that are going to shoot you, but these are people that are going to do anything they can do behind the screen mm-hmm. to like hurt you. So like someone literally didn't want Jax and Brittany to have that account. It's so fucked up, but it like doesn't surprise me because that's like how, which I mean, I have to smile that we have these amazing diehard fans who care that much, but it's like... It's just, it's crazy Jax, to me. I would die to know what Jax's reaction was when he found out he d- couldn't get baby couching. That someone right? took it. Yeah. Like, I would be like, what is your life, loser? Like, you know what I always want to do with these people? Mm-hmm. I want to know their name. And I don't want to do anything to them. I want to, like, tell their employer. Yeah. So that's what Janet was always really good at. There was one person who sent me the nastiest messages telling me that I should kill myself. And like, it was really extreme that if that was sent to a person who was like battling severe depression, like that could definitely push them over the edge. And I remember posting about this and just being like, look, I'm strong enough. Like I can take that, but not everybody can. And you should never say those type of things to someone. And Janet found out where this girl lived, where she worked, contacted her employer who said they were going to look into it. She was like, no, like she will fuck your life up if you say shit like that. And I know for a fact that she did that with someone who was fucking with Britney too. She was like, oh yeah, I found out where she worked. <laughs> so wow. like, don't fuck with us because we're friends with Janet. So <laughs> Listen, she will find where you work. I think that like, you know how a lot of times people will say something and then you'll answer them and be like, hi, and kind of like the example mm-hmm. I gave. And a lot of times they'll take it back and be like, I never thought you would see this. Yep. I was just being, you know, snarky. And it's mm-hmm. like, like, yes, right. If I DM Justin Timberlake, he probably won't see it. But like, then why DM him something mean? And maybe he will see it. And like, if you need to get like nasty things out, don't right. say it to the person. But uh, but but listen, there's a lot of, I, I think people should just look inward and and do what, it, like, you know how Marie Con- uh, Kondo says, like, do like get eliminate shit that doesn't spark joy. So the same thing with your Instagram. If you're following an account and it doesn't spark joy, you know, mm-hmm. eliminate, eliminate, delete. Like yeah. don't follow. Um, but but there are funny things. I mean, the worst was funny. I think taking baby couchy, so they have to add another thing, is 
stupid. I know. But there is some <laughs> humor to it. You know what I mean? Totally. So you were recently in LA and I was so bummed that I missed you because we were, I think it was when we were in Hawaii, but yeah. how awesome that you got to do the rundown on E! Is that something you've always wanted to do? Like more hosting on camera? Yeah. That's just so exciting. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, it's such a basic bitch thing to be like, I wanted to be like a host on E! News. So many bitches, you know, that's their dream. I'm one of them. (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. It's like you want your, you know, how many people want to be singers and want to be actors. And it's like, you could tell yourself that your dream is so, you know, such a hard reach and never aim you know, to, to get to that goal. But Mm -hmm. I have been manifesting this for my entire life. And it's weird now because like the way I kind of like, you know, achieved it is so random. Who would think like, Oh, you're going to open a fucking account. Like I would never think it would be this way. I've always dreamt to do this, but it was kind of like, I never thought this would be the path towards it. And um, I was so excited. It was a dream come true. It was everything that I could have hoped for. I, I don't take any second for granted or any opportunity that I'm given. And it was really exciting. And I'm yeah. uh, I'm actually going to do tomorrow, but this will come out after. I'm going to do like um, a fashion fashion week thing with them. Oh, um, fun. In New York. So listen, it's a dream. It's a dream come true. That's well, like, congratulations. Thanks, babe. Yeah, that's so exciting. How long have you been doing your podcast now? My podcast for, I would say 2019, I think. So is that three years? Okay. Yeah. My podcast for three years, but my Instagram for over five years. Yeah. Awesome. So what is next for Amanda Hirsch? You know, keep on keeping on. Listen, my Instagram is my baby. It's like the things that I do, there are a lot of people out there, you know, starting accounts and doing things and calling themselves content creators. I'm not, I don't call myself that. I literally just like share my thoughts and feelings on things that we all love, like pop culture and reality TV and celebrity and entertainment. And it's really my passion and truly what I talk about, like in my life, like I wake Mm -hmm. up like thinking about these things. Like I, I'm a loser. Okay. So, um, (laughs) so literally I, I, that's like my baby and I love getting to do my podcast and obviously any opportunity that comes, um, in that world is like, um, I'm game. Yeah. And that's the thing. We're talking about how hard a baby is. I just have to say, like, I was so scared to have a baby a lot because I was like, I didn't accomplish everything I wanted to and blah, blah, blah. And I just have to say, like, since Noah came to the world, everything got even better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they bring, babies bring so much, like, good energy and good luck and good vibes. And, you know, if that's what's holding you back, it's, like I said, logistically things change and it's hard, but, like, literally, I just feel like things have, if I had to think of a date, like when did they, you know, you're working at something for five years, it's chugging, it's chugging, it's chugging. And you're like, okay. And then I just feel like when Noah was born, it was really like a, a catalyst. It gives you more motivation. Mm-hmm. And he just brought like good, good vibes and good energy. So just a little piece of, you know. I love that. Well, congratulations. Seriously. I'm so happy to just see you accomplishing your dreams. It's motivating for everyone else. Your Instagram's fire. I love your podcast. And thank you for being my second guest now that I'm at Dear Media on well, Shenanigans. I was going to say, welcome to Dear Media. Yay. We're so happy to have you. Thank it's you. It's so fun here. And we're all really hot and great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys Thanks, so much babe. for listening. And thank you, Amanda, for your time. I know when you're a busy mom, how tough it is. So I appreciate you. Of course. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye, babe. Bye. Sheena Shea. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>